was always spooked by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out with three chums and found me. We gotta go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the Hello and welcome to this episode of The Butcher, The Baker, The Candlemaker in Space. Welcome everybody, I'm The Butcher. Joining me tonight is Baker. How to do. And Pantagruelia. Hey space friends. How's everybody doing? We're, uh, you know, cruising along. We're getting close to the end of the expedition. Um, so as we're recording this, there's eight days left. Um, so... Um, still plenty of time. Uh, I think the speedrunners have gotten it down to just uh, under an hour uh, wow. that they're completing it in. Like uh, I think I've seen uh, 55 minutes uh, so far as the best best time. And we'll see. Zane Zane's world has been was running um, the uh, the speed run tonight. So I don't know if he got any. Uh, any shorter time, but uh, Jason plays was at uh, 55 minutes. So pretty dang quick. I think Yeah. the best time I had was five hours. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think that's what I got the second time around, five hours. Yeah. I can't even imagine doing it in less than an hour. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I know that they have fun doing speed runs, but... You know, I like it. I like not speeding. You know, take your time, smell the flowers. Slow walks. Pet the animals. So. Yep. But uh, definitely a fun expedition. Um, By the time we release this episode, you'll probably still have a couple of days to complete it. So if you haven't done it yet, get on it. Uh, Because it is, it's a fun expedition, so. Uh, also out there, there, um, were some, uh, files data mined, uh, that, uh, show some new space stations. And really? Look, yeah. And they look really, really cool. Um, Is this the, the one that's kind of, cause I've heard about this and I've also heard that it was a mod for PC that someone just took screenshots of. Um, so is this confirmed that it's actually data mined? Because if they are, then hell yes. Yeah, I think it. They're they've been reported in several reputable um, sites as as being data mined. Um. So, but you know, the thing about that is, there's no way to know when that's actually going to be, you know, put in the game, or if it even is going to be the final rendering of it. But they look cool. You know, most of the space stations now are either, you know, round or, you know, tr- like a pyramid. Um, so these have all kinds of protuberances, you know, coming off of them. Uh, no, no indication that they look any different on the inside, which, uh, you know, 
would be even more fun if they did look different on the inside, but we'll see. Yeah, I hope that they change it up and add a space station override module or something inside that doesn't really do anything. (laughs) That'd be cool. Yeah. They could give it away as a a reward for an expedition. Mm, I'm going to start pulling my own teeth. It's there's I really would like an update to the space stations and to have more stuff in space. Like I would like for there to be more things in space it's there's it's not no man's land i want like lots of things to land on in space there would um you know like haulers or not haulers freighters or something that have been converted into like cities in space or something like that so yeah man update these space stations if this is if this is real i am 100% in yeah yeah that would be cool if there were um you know, freighter cities floating around in space that you could oh, go yeah, and that visit would be awesome. and, you know, do business with the merchants. Yeah. Imagine like people took derelict freighters. I mean, they all look the same, but you could, they could change them up or something. And like they welded them together to create like floating space stations that are just made out of broken down ships. Yeah. You know, things like that would be so awesome. Oh, like a, like a flotilla mall. Yeah, then you can make use of uh, models that are already in game, yeah, and turn them into other things in space. Just you know, add you know welded bars or whatever to, between them. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, definitely uh, some speculation. You know, starting to warm up around uh, the next update, which you know should be April May, somewhere in there. So we'll see. Isn't that crazy? Because it feels like this one just happened. We just got the last update. But it really has been a while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been five weeks. Wow. Yeah, because the expedition crazy. runs for six weeks and there's only a week left. So so we got You're a little bit of uh, feedback from our, uh, from our last show. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, so we had talked about, uh, you know, repairing... Uh, you know, the uh, crash ships that you find right. and uh, uh, Sherry, our f- friend from uh, Dames Who Game. Hi, Sherry. Uh, she says that she always fixes everything except for the slots that take wiring looms and that she oh, actually really? gets, uh, um, she gets more storage modules uh, when she fixes up most of the slots. Really? Yep. So. All right. That's good to know. Definitely some exciting uh, info there. But, you know, from somebody, (laughs) one of the things, you know, we play the games, you know, we play mostly by ourselves. Um, You know, we we do from time to time get together and play. But, you know, for the most part, you just play the way that you play. And, you know, so, you know, flipping crash ships for me was always just, you know, you just, scrapped them as is so definitely fun to hear other people are are uh, you know doing the fix it up uh, route to make these uh, a little more profitable yeah I wonder if that works out with all ships or if that's just those because if I took you know a ship that I've got that's like 
pretty well maxed. I mean, as close to maxed out as you can get. Damn, it takes forever to do that now. But if you could, you know, take one that's got a lot of space on it, would you get back more than like three augmentations? That's what I'm wondering. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think if we did, if we if we got more than three, I think we would hear about it. I want because everybody want, everybody kind of knows that you know three is is the max that you get. Um, yeah. So if somebody got four, they would definitely be shouting about it. It would be worth it though if you're if you're getting crash ships because you're not putting any money into it there, and if you've got most of the supplies, then the return investment of getting back augmentations, that's really nice. That might be. A fun way to, you know, scavenger uh, farm for augmentations or something like that yeah. instead of having to flip ships. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it costs more to fix the slots in permadeath than it does in regular mode or normal mode. I don't, it didn't seem like it, not to me. Yeah, I, no. I think more than anything, it's just harder to get the materials. Mm-hmm. In the first yeah. place. Yep. So, you know, the hundred chromatic metal that it takes to, um, you know, to repair one of the slots um, is, you know, that that chromatic metal is going to be more trivially, trivially um, procured in normal mode than it would right. be in permadeath. You know, because it's so... Uh, it, the you know uh, copper deposits that you might mine, um, you know, in normal mode, it's pretty common to get about uh, three hundred copper. In uh, permadeath, you're lucky if you get a hundred. Yes. And so, you know, that's that's a big difference in in how much chromatic metal you can make. Right. Um, and I don't. I don't think Sherry is a pirate. She's typically a much nicer player than that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, when I did I it, I had like 4,000 chromatic metal, um, you know, because I had hit a couple of uh, groups of, uh, of freighters in a pirate system. So, um it was it was much easier for me, but yeah. So she keeps uh, she keeps stocked up on all of the uh, resources that are typically required. Um, so I mm-hmm. guess she's doing it quite a bit. And uh, that's amazing. So it's it's it, you know now that I've seen the light, it definitely is a, a good way to add value to those uh, to those ships uh, in a pretty easy way. So good to see somebody's out there doing that, um, you know, in their regular play. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do a little bit more. So I, so far, I just kind of like when I find them, I, cause that's how I've been trying to make money. I find them and then I scan through what there's, what's there and what I have. And if I, if I have it, then it gets fixed. If I don't, then I'm not going to go looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking about starting a permadeath character that uh, that I didn't do piracy on and see how long I could go. 
but before you give in or before... yeah, before I give in, because it's it's only a matter of time. You're, <laughs> I, you know, my my little gex can only live in poverty for so long, <laughs> and there's just really no good way, um, you know, to make money uh, outside of piracy. Well, you can grab your little tin cup and sit with me in the space stations and panhandle as well. Perfect. So. Yep. <laughs> Here's what I want. You want to go true piracy. I want to be able to walk into a space station and shoot every NPC and take uh, augmentations off their body to expand my storage slots on my on my suit. <laughs> That's what I want. Oh, my gosh. I want S-class enemies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go fight your way through a space station, there's one tiny little geck in a chair that spins around slowly. <laughs> it's like you think you've had your fill of murder, and just like you know, all out <laughs> laser fight. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, it. You know. It, it. There's plenty of opportunities for. Uh, uh, for expanding the. Uh, the fighting in uh, in No Man's Sky. Um, no Man's Red Dead is what you're describing, Baker. <laughs> is that what it is? No Man's Redemption. But yeah, it would definitely it, it it would be more fun if there was more consequences for being a pirate. Mm. Um. You know, because now there's just it's it's none. Um, you know, by being able to get uh, forged passports and completely clear your name with with all three factions, you know, at one time, um, you know, no matter how bad your reputation is, is uh, is a little too easy. I, I definitely would not mind a little bit of a consequence for my, for my piracy. It w it wouldn't stop me. It would just make it more fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot more fun. And I don't think I was thinking so much Red Dead as I was thinking Expanse, you know, Butcher okay. Band Station type thing. Right. So it was, but that, I mean, honestly, that does sound fun too, because we could go full on Western and space, Cowboys in space. That'd be fun too. Um, uh, I already hate what they did with that thing in the space station anyway. And the mm -hmm. fact that it really is just resetting your karma, that does bug me. And they really should add, there should be something. They should make it so that you can't even get into space stations when you go to legit systems or something like that. Well, you can't fast travel to them. Like you can't warp to them. Yeah, but you really can. Yeah. So yeah, if you have, it. you know, if you have a, if you have a base anywhere right. on an, in a normal system, um, or even a pirate system, uh, you can, you can fast travel from the pirate station to your base and then from your base to a normal space. Same thing with your right. settlement. If you have a settlement, you can fast travel to your settlement from anywhere and uh and get in now for a while i don't i th i thought that i recently was able to fast travel uh from a pirate station to my freighter that was in a normal system 
there was a time where you couldn't do that. That if you were in the pirate station and your freighter was in a normal system, you weren't able to fast travel to your freighter. But I think that's working again. Which, you know, all that makes it way too easy. Um, it also makes it way too easy to uh, raid a pirate system and then fast travel to your base um, at a trade post and sell all your stuff without ever getting in your ship to get scanned by the Sentinels. But we'll see. You know, that's the great thing about this game is it's constantly, you know, getting new features. And uh, yeah, just a, just wait and it'll be something, you know, brand new soon. So, but other than running my dailies uh, at the Nexus and uh, building up uh, my my uh, paradise settlement is uh, up to uh, I think forty three happiness. So wow, that's coming right along. You know, every time they say, "Can we throw a party?" I say, "Yes, you can." So I, bu I built a saloon. You know, instead of a uh, a landing pad, so I still have to land my ship in the grass, but you know I can go dance with the Gex. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't been doing too much. How about you, Baker? What have you been up to? Oh, okay, before I get into mine, is there, can you build only saloons or do you have to choose when they give you the option or can you come back later and like wait until it cycles around and gives you the option to have a saloon? Yeah, I don't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been able to get to where you can change, you know, they give you two options and until you choose one of those two options, it won't give you another um, set of options. So... Okay. So you can't really, you can't force it to where you only have saloons. That's a shame. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been fun to just have one big party town. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. And you also can't, uh, you know, you can't control where they get built because it would be fun to have, um, you know, just a, a strip of uh, nothing but saloons. Yeah, yeah, call it Bourbon Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have like a, was it like a pub crawl or something through there? So you start at one end? Yep. Like line the streets with Gick Nip. Well, I went and checked all of my characters that have uh, all the space and the technology slots uh, opened up. And every single one of them have the same slots that are supercharged as what you said. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, that. Yep. So that's on my kids' character and all four of the ones that I have that have those slots. They're all in the same spot. So I guess it's, uh, that is the standard. Perfect. Pursuit. Yeah. So now, now we know exactly which slots to unlock first every time we, um, upgrade our backpack. Yes, and luckily you can actually pick the slots now instead of whatever they give you, yep. which used to suck. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> so that's good to know. That means that every single permadeath character I start will probably get those slots unlocked first. Yep. And then go on from there. But I went back to uh to building uh badly, building badly. Like that should be if I ever start a Twitch channel, it's just gonna be that <laughs> and nobody will watch it because it's me making squares in the sky. But I decided I wanted to do the food truck type thing, but it's more like a you know, speaking of like derelicts that have been converted into space stations, like this one's kind of going to look like a derelict that's been like ripped out and modded to be kind of a floating, um, I don't know, what is it? Not so much a, a food truck, but is uh, the kind of place where you'd find a bunch of food stalls all crammed together. Yeah, that's like kind of food, where I'm going. Flying for. food court. A little, yeah, sort of like that. Um, and I'm sort of inspired by Rivet City from Fallout 3, which is one of mm-hmm. my favorite places in Fallout 3. So it's going to have that kind of feel. I want it to have, yeah. you know, you know, kind of like shops inside of a ship that's just kind of there in the sky and doesn't do much more than stay in one place because it's a piece of shit. And if I can build anything, it's something that looks like a piece of shit. So I am working on that. And it's pretty much what I've been doing. Everybody knows that, you know, all you have to do is, you know, if you've got a hot food truck, you just tweet the location and everybody will show up. (laughs) I love Chef. That's a great movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's that's what I want to do. I want to have something like cool. So I want to put like uh, I wish there was I wish there was a way to place NPCs. That's the thing that I never thought I would say. (laughs) But. I really wish, because I can have, you know, we've got our robot friend, we've got our hologram friend, we've got those things that I can mm-hmm. place. But that's, you know, you got a robot spinning around in a circle looking at your food is not the same as having someone behind the bar. So I'm trying to figure out how to place uh, terminals and stuff like that, uh, you know, like your scientist, your, yep. your botanist and stuff like that, placing them in a way to hide their terminal and make it so that they're standing behind a counter and then so I can put my food and shit on the counter. Yeah. Real yeah. pain in the butt. <laughs> watch but. watch Beeble Bum's uh glitch building videos. Um because yes. you can do that with wire glitching. I'm and pretty I have, sure. I have I will say I've tr- I am doing it. I am trying. I am very bad at it, but if I get it wrong I do it a few times and then I go away. I watch the videos. I come back and I'm, I'm slowly doing everything one piece at a time. So I don't get frustrated. Yeah. Uh, And the nice thing is is that, you know, if you have to scrap it and start over, you don't lose anything. You know, you get all of the materials back. Yes. Major plus. I wish that I had built, or that I had done a, as uh, it's above our shared planet, this is where I'm putting it, so it'll be easy to, you know, I won't have to share the address with everybody. Everybody can just get there. Um, but it's going to be above our shared planet, and I wanted to have it, um, like, way up in the sky. So that's where it is, and I only have two. And I wish, before they had taken away the ladder build or the ladder trick or everything, I wish mm-hmm. that I had done that in creative mode so that I could have one in the sky to play around with. Yeah. But, yes, it is very, Yeah. That's as close to creative mode as you can get, though. That the fact that you get all of your materials back, um, but, and that you so can you can you now. can still you can still build in in uh, low orbit, um, but now yeah. you have to. Uh, so when you're on the ground, call your freighter in, um, and it'll be in the lowest position it can be um, above the planet. 
and then jump off and free fall into the atmosphere. And then, so you're going to have to again watch the video on how to do it because there's a certain number of seconds that you have to count off once you've entered the atmosphere. Um, and then, uh, then you build, put down, uh, some building part. It might be an exocraft platform. Um, and, you know, then from there you can build a, a base computer. So, it's, but yeah, not quite as easy as climbing the ladder. I don't know. It was the, the whole thing of what was it? 14, 13 or 14 minutes. I had to set a timer when I mm -hmm. did those and then climb straight up for like 14 minutes. What a pain. So, I mean, I, but I am just like imagining that in permadeath. That sucks. That's a scary thought of having to do that in permadeath. And the idea of uh, jumping off and then like you're going straight down and then you build the platform under you and then you slam into it at mock speed and you just become liquid on the platform in the sky. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> physics gets in the way of my imagination sometimes. You have a jet but that's, that's true. I am thinking of like missing and permadeath <laughs> does scare me a little bit trying to do that. So I am glad I already have one in permadeath. Yeah. Um, but creative mode, that wouldn't be a th anything to do that in creative mode, I guess. Yeah. Just jump off and do it. Yeah, I way. just can't remember how many seconds you have to fall for. I will watch the video probably three or four times before I attempt it, but now I actually want to try that because that seems fun. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to get it wrong many times before I get it right. Yeah, and I can't remember if they jumped off their freighter or off of a frigate. It might have been a frigate. I saw someone leap off of their freighter in their uh mech suit how does that work how do you get your mech suit on your freighter oh yeah hmm i saw someone do that no i need to know how that maybe, i need to know how to make that it, happen maybe you can build that outside uh outside of the interior you know you can build the platforms and mm. stuff out there maybe you can put a um a platform there it is fun to leap off in those mech suits oh i bet so yeah because uh, you you, yeah. you know it's like power armor and fallout 4 you just you know have to wait until you finally finish falling and mm -hmm. then you know stand back up and, and jump off, off the pridwin yeah yeah we need for the mech suit though if if it's landing from a certain height it needs to land in superhero pose you know with the knee on the <laughs> ground and the fists yeah yeah yeah. I need that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I'll do then is I'm going to attempt to do that. Yeah, it's, it's, I've got, like, it, it's nice having them already in the sky, but it's like, now I want, I want more. And, and now when you build that way, do you remember if it comes out all, uh, if, if it's level with the horizon? Because I do remember the previous way of building in the sky, you ended up kind of crooked in the sky. Yeah, I think and, it is because you're building you're building the um, the base computer, um, you know, from an already level um, spot because it's like the the platforms automatically level themselves, and it's the only thing, you know, it's not like with the with the stairs where it, you know, you're you're fighting the curve of the planet. 
um, you know, end up at an angle. This one, you're, um, it automatically levels itself to space. Yeah. I remember the only reason I ever did the ladder thing was because it was the only method at the time that got you to, to the edge of space without, without it being sideways. Cause you'd look out one side and you'd be, one side of a building would be looking into space. The other side would be looking almost right at the ground. Yep. And which was, you know, if you wanted to build something that was made like that, like a ship taking off, that would have been really cool, actually, if you wanted to build it like that. But that's not what I was after. Right. So, so if the, if the newer method still gets you level, then I'm going to give that a shot for sure. Because, I mean, honestly, it just sounds, just jumping off my freighter sounds fun. <laughs> like, I just want to do that a few times. Right. <laughs> The be able and the ability to resize stuff, so you can use like the, you know that glowing sign that you get um, that has the bugs flying around it. I don't know if you guys have unlocked that. Mm-mm. Okay, that's uh, something you can get for Quicksilver, I believe, um, or it might have been a Twitch drop. God, it's been so long. But there is a sign that you can get that's in you know alien writing, and you can resize it to really big or go way way small with it. And once you place it, it does not require power. It's illuminated on its own. And it has like little bugs flying around it, like, uh, you know, gnats or something like that, mods. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's little specs. But it's that's a really cool sign. And being able to put things like that up, because, you know, like food trucks always have flies around them and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it adds a lot of uh, nice little details to it. So I'm really happy you know, that they, they added the ability to resize and turn things and to be able to rotate pretty much anything because yeah. it actually adds a little, a little bit to it when you're someone like me who can't build at all and make it look decent at all. And, and to be able to just turn something one way and have half of it disappear into a countertop and make it look <laughs> like something else, man, that's so nice. Yeah. So. The building is nicer than it used to be for sure. It's just I'm I'm still really, really bad at it. So before I actually, you know, put up pictures or anything of the final product, it's probably going to be a while because I, I want it to look like it does in my head or at least a little closer than it does now because right now it's just a shell yeah, with a lot of gecknip growing in it. <laughs> uh, it's a super cool idea. Uh, I'm yeah. really excited to, to see how it comes out. Maybe if we all meet up one day in there, then you guys can add to it or something. I'd be happy with that because, like, fresh eye n- never hurts, and mine is, has never been fresh. So it's it's coming up with ideas is the thing. But all those posters, that's the thing, too, is they keep adding posters and stuff. And posters are just the best thing to graffiti mm-hmm. up inside of, uh, you know, inside your freighter or in any building you're doing. If you just want to make it look like, you know a grungy place or something, throw a poster up. If you want to make it look like there's actually art on the wall, throw a nicer poster up, one that doesn't look like shit, something like that. It's yeah. so cool. Like I re- I'm really loving the little things they add to this game. I don't use the rocks and plants, though. I don't know if you guys purchased those from Quicksilver, but I never use them, so I've almost stopped buying them. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing about the posters is most of them will stack on top of each other, so you can make it look like, you know, uh, a wall that's had bills posted on it and they're all, yes. you know, crooked and covering yeah. each other up and yeah, you can rotate it just like a millimeter or two at a time so that you just barely see a corner mm-hmm. of the previous poster poking out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they've really made it so that you can uh, really customize things rather than just 
place it, and you're done. Cool. All right, Jen, do we have a Gary update? We do. Gary, too, is still alive and well. Alive and thriving. Um, He is doing A-OK. And uh, still broke. Well, not so broke anymore. Um, We've been doing, I say we, because it's me and Gary, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) doing a lot of um, looking for crashed ships. Um, and that's been, that's been fun doing that. Um, also collecting, um, salvage data. So a lot of mole ratting, looking for salvage data. And, um, we found some really nice planets, um, to find things on, like lots of, um, paradise-y planets, um, so that air doesn't kill us, um, looking for data and mining Copper, you know, I didn't pay attention to the numbers, like the the actual difference um, between normal mode and uh, permadeath when mining. But you pointed it out today, and that's why Mm. I'm so frustrated. (laughs) Because it just, I'm like, okay, I need some paraffinium to try and fix this one slot in this ship. So I go and I mine paraffinium, and I'm like, still 30 short. What? I hit a massive, massive deposit. Right. Um, so and I'm still 30 and it's not even that much. So yeah, that was um I I don't feel so crazy anymore looking yeah, no, at those. It's, numbers. It's, it's definitely permadeath mode. The limited resources is is pretty brutal. Oh, it's hard. And then and then you run out of space in your suit to hold on to the stuff. So I'm having to, you know, like, like throw out stuff because, you know, when you're mining so much, you get a lot of uh, silicate dust Mm -hmm. and it just fills up all those damn slots. Yeah. And I don't want to miss out on that precious resource. So anyway, collecting resources and it's like, it's a, it's a, a lot doing all of that stuff and trying to trying to make enough to afford um, even an A-class explorer because I've been doing a lot of jumping, um, mostly just to get to different planets. Um, So finally, I landed in a pirate system, and I'm like, yes, I am not going to be doing any derelicts anytime soon, so I'm going to buy my nip-nip buds. So I landed, I got myself some nip-nip crops or nip nip buds to start my farm and um and i get to the freighter and i don't have the plans to make nip nip yeah because i have i have my stupid uh what is it tutorials turned on Mm -hmm. so i have to go through that whole freaking thing Um, and that's what i'm doing right now you get too yeah so I'm right now looking for a scientist and I'm going through that whole thing to try and get my little nip nip farm going. Everything costs more, so it's um it's a lot. It's just a lot. Yeah. Putting these things together, but um I've been avoiding the pirate life 
Um, I've been avoiding pirates as much as possible unless they catch me in space and I can't get away fast enough. Mm -hmm. But this little geck, Gary, is a pacifist. Does mm -hmm. not want to get into fights. Not really interested in, um, in, you know, losing shield strength and getting shot down because that's how Gary 1 died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, little reincarnation trauma there. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's um okay so far. Um I we, I got a settlement going and um the sentinel fight wasn't scary at all. I was like, you know, panicking, getting ready to panic for it and it totally wasn't that scary. So, um I'm comfortable doing some fighting with this character, but um I started up the settlement and we finally are in the black now. And I discovered that the um the settlement for its little its little collection offering gives me um spare storage containers and pugnium. Mm. I'm pretty excited about the pugnium because I can I can refine that. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so I'm pretty excited about that part. It's a Vikin settlement again. My last settlement was Vikin. So I've got my Vikin settlement and on the same planet, I found, a um, a moldy balls deposit with a good number of them. Cool. So, so I'm not rolling in the nanites. Yeah. I can't, you know, rub two units together to save my life, but I've got nanites. So, so that's, that's been my play with Gary, just, you know, grinding out the units and trying to, trying to make a living as a pacifist geck. Yeah, doing the salvage data is, it can be a good way to go. It's time consuming. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I learned doing, you know, Baker's, uh, you know, no ship challenge, uh, is that, you know, you can, you can get a lot of, of salvage data, uh, just walking across the planet. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, uh, you know, especially if you get on a lush planet where, you know, you don't have to, you know, constantly be refilling your hazard protection. Um, you know, if you have to dig a hole and, and hide every once in a while to avoid a storm, that's no big deal. Um, and, you know, so you can just kind of walk for days, uh, gathering up, uh, the, the salvage modules. Cause yeah. that is the one thing that, yeah. that's everywhere. I mean, those things are all over the place. I um I've been liberally using my uh my exocrafts. Um mostly the nomad. Um I'm really really loving the nomad because um and and that trick, you know, I learned it during the expedition because I did it so poorly with forgetting about my nomad. Um I'm using it now and I'm just really enjoying um coasting in it. And I put a scanner on it. Now I can find I can find all kinds of stuff cool. and just mark it without having to get out. So yeah. um, that's making it a lot faster. But you know, it's a grind. It's yeah. a lot of a lot of mining, a lot of collecting. 
um, I may, I may crumble one day and start, you know, well, going if, pirate. If, if Gary but, too's gone this long, I think he can, he's pretty much out of the woods. If you've already got a settlement <laughs> and you've got a freighter, um, yeah. you know, you're in, in good shape because you'll, you know, if you run in frigate missions, you'll start building up the, uh, you know, the caps. Cause it's, uh, yeah. you know, you're usually even, even short, you know, crappy missions will get you a few hundred, uh, thousand units. So I have four frigates now yeah. and they all have to go hold each other's hands on trips at this point. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. <laughs> they're that all works. so weak. Yeah. But they'll be okay. They'll yeah. be okay. Slowly building it. You know. Now, you know, you because you're not pirating, you're you're not swimming in uh in tritium either. So um you know, you definitely yeah. not tritium, but uh actually you get uh frigate fuel. Uh tons of it too. Uh, you get that pirating? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I um <laughs> <laughs> ever since I started pirating, I have never ever ever made uh frigate fuel. Wow. And wow. A, a lot of times if I see that a a container has frigate fuel, I'll just skip it because I've already got too much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Way to brag, Ray. But, you know, <laughs> uh, and uh, it's why it's such an addictive lifestyle because also yeah. I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of uranium. And so I, I can just, you know, if, if I want to land and scan, you know, for say, uh, salvage data. Oh, there's one 200, meter, 200 units away. Hop in my ship, fly 200 you units, fly land, there, pick it up, see there. Oh, there's another one. That one's 300. Okay, hop in my ship, fly 300, land. Oh my gosh. Because he drives to the end of the block. That is so. Yeah. That <laughs> makes me so mad. <laughs> I did get the launch thruster recharger. Yeah, those, I did those are cough handy. up the nanites for that, but so I'm a little more liberal, but not for two hundred. Yeah, two hundred you away. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Because you just you you never have to worry about it. You can land as and take off as much as you want. You know. Wow. But you're still a pirate. Ill-gotten gains. Ill-gotten gains. It's a dangerous lifestyle. What if somebody shoots at Gary? Yeah, well, you know, my, what if he my little off kitten, the wrong vacine? My my little geck doesn't care. He's his his ship is maxed out on infra knife, and his multi tool is maxed out on uh, pulse spitter, and so he he fears no one. Wow. Yeah. The only the only the only fear I ever have in a um sentinel fight is mm. the stupid glitch I get when the uh when the dreadnought 
uh, finally warps in. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it'll warp in right on top of you and you'll be stuck oh. inside and there's no way to get out except to, uh, to reload, um, either an auto save or a restore point. And then you lost all that time you were, you know, fighting, you know, cause you fight one, then you fight two, then you fight three, you know, finally, after you've fought five, a couple of times, then the dreadnought, uh, comes in. So you've, you know, you've been just exterminating sentinels left and right. And then that thing comes in and, and, uh, glitches on you. Wow. But yeah, it's, uh, I understand that it's not for everybody. And, you know, yeah, hats off to Gary, too. I mean, it's an admirable life, you know. To, uh, it's a hard life. Um, <laughs> you know, so props to him. But uh, Gek Moranis doesn't care. He's the dark helmet. <laughs> Gek Moranis. I still love that. <clears throat> Aside from trying to keep that stupid you know, hat on his head. He's, uh, he's got a good, uh, he's got a good. <laughs> um, Jan, do you not have your, um, terrain manipulator? I do. Yeah. Just Why? if you're, because you, you really can make a lot just from walking across the ground and getting the salvage technology. So just do that. If you're really needing some money to start off with. I've been, I've been doing that. Um, but it gets boring to do it for so long. I am I am going to start a little nip nip grow up. I think I'll have to do. I'm just I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything I can, but the salvage data is awesome. It's been good. I just I I think I'm at like when I started playing today, I was at 2 million. <laughs> Poor me at 2 million. And um, I think with salvage data and um, and flipping a few ships, and I sold the Radiant Pillar. Um, with that, I think I'm at 14 now. So slowly building enough to try and get a better ship. I saw um, on one of the stations um, an exotic came, a beautiful, beautiful little blue exotic came in and it was like 29 million i think the geck that was flying it like you know laughed at me when i asked for the price <laughs> yeah he said if you have to ask you don't have enough yeah exactly yeah. that was the biggest hurt that they did when they changed everything when they made it when they made the economy change that they did was when I first saw what exotics cost now, I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, oh man, that was my ship flipping ship. That was what I flipped. Yeah. I could make a Dr. Seuss rhyme out of that, but yeah, it's man that hurt. Oh yeah. It's brutal. I, I got so excited too. I was like, that's it. That's my cash cow. No, I can't. So, um, until I don't know, I make it rich doing something else but i'm just kind of i'm having fun just collecting resources and you know discovering different things running around on the nomad and looking at different stations you know what i 
have never gone into those, not never, I haven't spent a lot of time going into those back rooms. And ever since you told me that there's a, there's a little nanite machine in the Viking stations, mm-hmm. I'm now discovering the, the different layouts that they have in those back rooms. Yeah, and sometimes it's more than just a nanite machine. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you've got like the stock exchange machine to get units yep. from as well. Um, but yeah, I'm discovering, I'm kind of going into the nooks and crannies now because, you know, I'm checking under the carpet for money. What I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Licking all the ashtrays. Yep. <laughs> But um, And you may as well check the potted plants while you're there, too, because some of those will give you carbon. I totally do. I shake down every single leaf in the potted plants. I'm looking for salvage data at, like, on desks and stuff. <laughs> Little scaver is what I've turned into. But I do love the, the layout of those things. Um, so my question. I'm looking for my scientist to work on my station. Do I have to find him in a Corvax? In a Corvax system? Or? I don't know if it has to be. I mean, that's, it has to be a Corvax. But yeah, I think that it all, I think it always sends you to a Corvax system to, to find him. But I don't know. It didn't send me to a particular system. Oh, it didn't? No. Yeah, they must've changed that. It didn't send me to um to one to get the overseer either. I just hmm. went to you the back room them. and looked for one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would certainly check any place you've, you know, if you see a, a Corvax, check and see, especially in those back rooms, because that's where they tend to be. Either that. I also find them a lot of times on uh, trade posts. Uh, okay. But then that would have to be in a, in a uh, Corvax system because only... Only the the regional race uh, are in the trade posts. Okay. Yeah, I just I when I was flying today, it was either Vakeen, 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 Gek, Vakeen, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, are <laughs> well, there any Corvax here?" That's because you needed a Corvax system. <laughs> exactly, and I finally landed on one right when I had to log off to come to talk to you guys yeah. <laughs> so i left myself there i was like rubbing my hands together Ooh, tonight i'm gonna be in the corvax system very nice so yeah i'm looking forward to getting that done and finally finally getting my my little get grow up happening legalize the nip nip is what i say my little pacifist stoner gary too yeah, he certainly looks like he's having a good time, so he's the perfect one for it. <laughs> he sure is. All right, well, that's all I've got for this week. Um, so I think we will let Gary, too, get to, his, uh, get to his scientists, and we will see you all next time. Later, Tater. See you in space! Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISSS or ASAPodcasting.com.
Butcher the Bay.